0: Every birth story begins before we are born. We begin before we begin. Jesus' story begins with his mother. Well, actually, the Gospel of Luke starts with Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist. And anyone listening to the whole Gospel has Zechariah's story and Mary's visit with Gabriel and later Elizabeth, in the back of their minds. These stories set the stage for tonight, for the mystery of Christmas, for Jesus' birth. Did you notice that Jesus' birth appears to be rather simple? It's two verses. He is delivered, wrapped in bands of cloth, and laid down to sleep. There's no snow, no angels, no animals, no donkey. There's not even an innkeeper. And if we're listening for the very first time, we might wonder what is so special about this story. It's just a child being born. It happens every day, many times on any given day. And yet there's so much more to this story than those two verses. Jesus is born in the midst of chaos. The people are traveling all over Israel for the emperor's tax, and Bethlehem is so full that there is no room, no bed, for a pregnant mother. And while his birth appears simple, the world is messy and tumultuous, And we know that Jesus is no ordinary child. He is the son of the Most High, inheritor of David's throne, ruler of the house of Jacob. It is no coincidence that Jesus is born in Bethlehem. Of course, the emperor's census demands that Joseph make his way there, but God uses that for God's purposes. The people of Israel know that their king will come from Bethlehem. The prophets have said so for generations. And so it is no coincidence that Joseph descends from David. This ancestry links him and the child to the great king of Israel. Pay attention, Luke seems to say. These details matter. Something is happening in this time and this place that fulfills God's promises. Something is happening tonight that changes everything. My favorite part of the story is the shepherds. We expect amazing things to happen to emperors, but to shepherds? These messengers, this holy host of angels, does not appear in Rome or at a fancy palace. The glory of the Lord shows up in a field, visiting those shepherds. And it is them who receive this announcement of Jesus' birth. The Son of God, the Messiah, has come to you, the angels say, to these shepherds In this field, go and see what God is doing for the people. And so they are the first to visit the child, the first members of a crowd that will follow him, precursors to his ministry. They will not see Jesus walk on water or heal the sick or feed the hungry. These shepherds meet a child tiny lips, small ears, peaceful sleeping broken only by the cries of discomfort. They are the first witnesses to this mystery of Christmas, the incarnation, the miracle of God in the flesh. And if I could have one moment I would like to see this encounter between the shepherds and Mary. To see the wonder on the shepherds' faces. To see Mary or Joseph's face as they hear the shepherds tell their story. And then to hear the shepherds as they make their way back to the fields. What did they talk about? What meaning did they find in this encounter? Comfort? Divine mercy? Grace? Love? And here's the thing. You see, each of them only have part of the story. They only know their parts. The shepherds, Mary and Joseph, Elizabeth and Zechariah, And perhaps Mary gathered up all these stories, all the parts. Maybe she understood or could interpret what God was doing. And I do imagine that she told these stories to Jesus every year on the anniversary of his birth. Have I ever told you the time, Jesus, about how I went into labor while we were traveling for the census? Can't you hear her? But for us, eventually, all these stories come together. We we get to hear the whole thing all at once. And so I wonder, I wonder what it means for you. Is there a moment that is your favorite? Or perhaps there's something that you think, you know, we could leave that part out as far as you're concerned. Or is there something in this story that is just for you." The mystery of Christmas is vast and immense. It is a revelation of God and of who we are. And how do we begin to understand God's self wrapped in this package of humanity? And we know that the story does not end with a king, or at least not a typical king. How do we comprehend God's life as vulnerable and humble as a baby's or even a shepherd's? Can we imagine that God notices us, cares about us, loves us? Jesus' birth binds our lives to the divine the holy, astonishing, wonderful, love, grace, and mercy. Jesus' humanity gives meaning to our humanity, and through him, our humanity, our lives, gives life to God. You see, now God's life resides and lives in us, and now we are known to the divine, And the divine is known to us. Earlier this evening, I asked the children to look at their hands. And to imagine that Jesus had hands like theirs. And then I asked them to look at their neighbor. And to imagine that Jesus had hair and a nose and a face like our neighbors. This is the mystery of Christmas. Emmanuel, God with us. And then we, I wish oh, you could have seen us, there were so many of us gathered here. We took a few really deep breaths. And we remembered that when we want to come close to Jesus, And when we want God to come close to us, all we need is to be in our bodies. For Jesus had a body just like ours, a life like ours. This is the mystery of Christmas, Emmanuel, God with us. So wherever we find ourselves this Christmas, may we experience Christ in our midst. May we travel with the shepherds to Bethlehem and encounter Mary and Joseph and the Christ child. And may we return to our homes with a story to tell. The birth of a child, God's love revealed in the flesh, a story that changes everything.